0: I look pretty good. All right, are we on? Good. It's quiet in here. Okay. So I, I want to add to that. Um, I just want to mention. Um, I want to mention we have five. We have five uh, campus outreach staff people that are connected here. I saw Faith. And Matt here, I'm not sure if Lexi's here this morning or here right now. She might be here later. So can you guys stand? Um, that's two other of our staff people here with Campus Outreach. And so, um, and then Lexi is here. Lexi's the first year here, and it's amazing benefit to the Campus Outreach staff to have another staff person here, and so it helps tremendously. There wasn't wasn't very long ago when it was just Nick and Jackie, and boy did they celebrate when... Matt and Faith came and then all four of them celebrated with Lexi came because it just gives them more people to continue to minister and reach more folks and And I would um, add that all, all of them are uh, supported by, by giving and if you again, if you have interest in supporting um, one or all of them then um, you can you can find that out by going on to the campus outreach site and I'm sure the stuff that they, uh, Jackie and Nick just gave you as well. So, r- but right now I want to I want to pray, and we're going to be talking about uh, spiritual warfare. That's something we've been looking at uh, for weeks, and we're going to go into it a little bit more. And uh, Mike read that particular passage from uh, Hebrews eleven because we're going to there are no devils. That's fairy tale. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive, unhealthy interest in them. One is to go over here when you don't believe in it. like, "Oh, that's just." fairy tale stuff there is no spiritual realm the others go over here and so you get so infatuated with evil that you start oh I want to learn more about evil I want to learn more about it It's one thing to learn about it in order to oppose it that's essential but some people don't they're they they do not have Christ in their hearts and so they want to go and figure out and they're, they're interested in evil and they're not they're unprotected and they just run right into the devil and they run right into the evil things and they're just like going I'm fine I got this I got control and the Bible says, don't, don't you dare do that. That would be, that's an extreme. Okay, so I, I want to tell you about a passage in Scripture that it just came to my mind as I was studying this. I thought, wow, that, that kind of fits. But in Proverbs 7, there's a, a, a warning against men walking toward the prostitute's house. And it says, oh, there was a foolish young man. I looked out my window and I saw a foolish young man. And what was he doing? He was walking straight toward the prostitute's house because he was interested. He's like, oh, I wonder what that prostitute looks like. I heard she's pretty. And he starts moving toward it. At the window of my house, I looked out through my, through my lattice. And I, I had seen among the simple, like someone who wasn't very smart. I've received, uh, I saw a youth, a young man lacking sense. It's like he was doing something foolish. Passing along the streets near her corners. like, oh, I, I, I won't get caught by the prostitute. I won't get caught by that hook. I won't get hooked in. And he takes the road to her house in the twilight in the evening at the time of dark, night and darkness. It's like, oh, I'll go over there and make safe at night because she won't see I'm coming. I'll, I'll stand a distance off. And then verses later it says, do not stray into her path, for many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. It's like, oh, there were many people that thought they could dance with the devil. And they're interested, and they go near, and it says, Many are slain. Who are fools and they walk toward evil things and they think, I got this, I got this cool. I'm just, just feeling I'm just curious. Little Ouija board, a little this, a little that, a little uh, all kind of interested in the occult a little bit. It's kind of cool and interesting. All that's kind of and people walk toward the devil. And they get themselves into Whether it be all kinds, the devil has all kinds of tools and they start walking around and go, I can handle drugs, I can handle the alcohol, I can handle this, I can handle this and they start, I can handle these evil games on video and they just start playing around. They start messing around in the devil's territory and they're not prepared and they don't have faith and they're walking into dangerous areas. And the Bible said, just like a man will fall into the arms of a prostitute, so will unbelievers fall into the arms of the devil. If they don't pay attention and wake up. Don't do it. And God is saying be discerning. Be discerning. He has schemes. Realize this stuff's not neutral. These things aren't neutral. Don't play around with darkness. Don't play around with it. And God is calling us to be wise. And awake. And I want to talk about the the armor the shield of faith um, I'm sure most of, a lot of you are probably familiar with dodgeball um, and the way they play it now is that when I there were two ways dodgeball when I was a kid was like everybody's in the middle and there's two people on each end that was dodgeball dodgeball now is everybody's on two different sides of the gym there's like a whole bunch of people and everybody's on two sides we used to when I was in gym I loved this but we called it artillery artillery did any of y'all play artillery must have just been my high school. I don't know. I loved it. It was like, man, it was fun. I loved artillery. I wanted to be the last guy standing. But there's a, there's a strategy to it. Uh, have y'all ever noticed the person that just every time they step on the floor to play, they get, they're out in like 13 seconds. Every time. They spend all the game on the sideline. And you know why? Part of it is, well, there might be many reasons, um, but... There's a couple of one of the reasons is is they they don't understand the game very well, and so they run up to the line and every time they run, they see a ball and they run up and they they go to get the ball and they get beamed, bam right you're out, and they wait and they wait and they wait and finally you know in the game you can get back in and they get back in and then they go, they see another ball and they go to get the ball and they, go, they get beamed again it's like boom they're out, and there's just they just don't last very long because they don't understand the game. And the game is you either stay back when you don't have any ammo so you're far away from those firings so you can navigate in time to get away or you wait for a ball to come and then the ball becomes part of your shield and you can block people's shots with the ball and therefore you're not as afraid to come up close to the line where the battle's intense because you understand the nature of the game and you're watching your enemy. You're not just going, oh, there's a ball, I go up and get it, boom. You can about get your teeth knocked out in that game. Some people get pretty ferocious in this game. And Christianity's like that sometimes when people aren't aware of what it means. They don't understand the shield of faith. They don't understand what it is. They don't understand that they need to have this shield of faith and prepare. And a shield is a, a, a defensive weapon primarily. It can be used offensively, but it's primarily... A, a, Defensive weapon. In Ephesians 6.16 it says, In all circumstances, all the time, in every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Like the shield of faith is so that you can block Satan's arrows that are aimed to kill you. And you have to have a shield of faith. You stand behind you put confidence in this shield you stand behind it and you learn to wield it and you learn to see and when you see an attack coming a shield what what is a shield of faith well a shield is a broad piece of metal or another suitable material held by straps or a handle attached on one side used as a protection against blows or missiles It's something you must hold on to. It's something that is quite clumsy to carry around if you're doing housework or in the library studying. But you must never go into battle without a shield. It deserves the full commitment of one hand and one arm. It is essential that you know how to use it so that it is like a part of your body. It will save your life over and over again. It can withstand blow upon blow if properly positioned. Shield. So what is a shield of faith? Faith is belief, confidence, trust, complete trust or confidence in someone or something, conviction, reliance. Faith is the same equivalent as the word believe or trust or have confidence in. And so faith is a very dynamic word. It means to believe so confidently in something And so it is faith, a shield of faith. So what is faith? What is religious faith? Religious faith could be summarized as the belief in some system, a religious system in following a rule of life. It could be a pathway, a set of rules one believes to please a deity, spiritual convictions, a belief system about God or gods or belief in some higher power. Some people could say, well, I I have faith. I have faith. Well, the question is like faith in what? Faith in who? It's not enough to have faith. The Bible summons a different kind, a very particular kind of faith. It's not, some people say, oh, you just have to faith, everything will work out. Well, faith in what? Why, Why do you think everything will work out? What do you have faith in? Shield of faith is a clumsy thing to have faith and put your faith and stand behind the wrong thing. You may have total faith in something, but it may be, it not, may not hold against an enemy attack. You may have faith in your good looks or your personality or your wits or your smarts or your whatever. That won't hold. What is your faith in? It's not enough to have a religious faith. There's many religions. What is the Christian Christian faith? The Christian faith, and that is belief in God, of the Scriptures, or especially in Jesus Christ as a Son of God, Savior of Sinner fully God and fully man. So you're like, well, I choose the Christian faith. Well, that's good. That's good. You can stand behind the Christian faith, but if you're, there's more to it than information. There's more to it than understanding the right data, the right information. It's not just you stand behind the Christian faith. There's an ancient creed that used to be described the Christian faith, and many of you are familiar with it. It used to be real common to say it a lot. Maybe there's many churches that, that still do. Um, we said it sometimes but we don't say it all the time there's nothing in the Bible says we have to say it but it's a pretty good it's a good statement it's called the Apostles Creed Apostles Creed it's a good statement it's not a complete statement there's some things missing but the Apostles Creed as far as it goes is solid there's some more stuff we need to add because there's more issues that started popping up in the church and go oh that, that's heresy and that's not covered in the Apostles Creed but it's a good start it's a good start. It goes like this. You know, What do you believe? What is a Christian faith? Christian, Hey, Christian, what do you believe in? It's a good start. Well, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, was buried. He descended to the dead on the third day he rose again he ascended into heaven he is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come to judge the living and the dead I believe in the Holy Spirit the holy universal church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and the lever everlasting Amen that's great that's awesome that's good stuff it's a good start I believe in those things but The Reformation felt there were some other things that were pretty essential. Um, They had something called the five solas of the Reformation. You've heard of those? The five solas of the Reformation? The first one was um, sola scriptura, like what's our source of information? The Bible, sola scriptura, the Bible alone. We're not going to add the Apocrypha. We're not going to add the Book of Mormon. We're not going to add anything. The Bible alone is our authority. And that became important because the next thing you know, well, where, where's your source of truth coming from? And then the next one, the one that was really, these two were probably the prominent ones that created the Protestant Reformation. The second one was sola fide, by faith alone. It, by faith alone, not by works, not by what you can add. You can't add anything It's by faith. We are saved by faith alone. Not faith in your good works. Not faith in nothing. By faith alone. Oh, by faith alone in what? Christ alone. And that was sola Christos. In Christ alone. By faith alone in Christ alone. Oh, but but who else? No, in Christ alone. Christ is the one. My faith is in Christ. It's not in Mother Mary. It's not in... Uh, uh, it's not in the preacher it's not in my grandpa was a good man it's in Christ alone no one else Lord In whom I trust I trust in Christ alone no one else and by grace alone it's by grace like I don't deserve it don't, it's, it's by grace it's like unmerited I, it's by, by grace of God it's a gift and then uh, soladeo gloria to the glory of God alone just to God alone is the glory. I don't get. Any, I don't get glory. I don't go, Lord, look at what I did. I don't add anything. It's by Christ alone, faith alone, by grace alone. And all glory be to God. I not There's no boasting. I can't boast. So these are things about what faith looks like. What is saving faith? You, you remember the um. You remember the crusaders, uh, the crusaders, the medieval crusaders, the knights. And these beautiful equipment and they had a big cross on their chest and a big cross on their shield and their horses often had a cross on it. It's like, we are holy warriors. I doubt very many of them understood the gospel. That didn't make you, just because you've got a cross on uh, on your shield doesn't mean that you're really standing behind, you're standing behind a shield with a cross on it. That's not what it's talking about. That's not what the Bible, that's not faith. Faith isn't, isn't going in the name of the Lord, quoting the Apostles' Creed or saying the Lord's Prayer before you go out to and having a priest sprinkle water on your heads as you pass by. It's like, bless the armies of God. That's just a bunch of soldiers that had a cross on their shield. That's not what this is talking about. That's not the shield of faith. That's a shield of a soldier who liked the cross and thought it gave him good luck as he went to battle. what is saving faith that's what we want what is saving faith what does it mean to believe unto salvation we got the helmet of salvation what is salvation and we'll talk about that but I want to just talk to you about make sure you understand what what is saving faith what does it mean to believe unto salvation what faith saves and is therefore a shield against Satan's attacks there's only one one true shield There's only one shield. There's only one shield that you can invest in. There's only one shield you can stand behind. And it's a shield of faith. faith. But faith in what? Faith in whom? There's only one thing that will protect you against Satan as he comes. And it's It's by faith. You attain it by faith. Faith is how you get it. Can I make this clear? I'm going to throw out a question I do sometimes and most of the time some people get it right some people get it wrong so um, it's okay so how many of you would say faith saves you yeah you're smart enough to know better not raise my hand because he's going to trick me Jesus saves you faith doesn't save you Jesus saves you it's faith in Jesus who saves you It's not your faith. Your faith doesn't save you. My faith is better than your faith. Guess what game Satan plays? Oh, your faith's not strong enough. He starts focusing on you and your faith, my faith. And people start going, ooh, I I don't know that I have enough faith. And they start putting the emphasis on my faith. It's that your faith has some merit. You see how crazy that gets? all of a sudden you're adding merit to your faith it's like no no i we just said it's by grace alone it's not by your merit it's faith in christ it's not my faith in christ your faith is like little, little little your faith is nothing it's faith it's in whom your faith christ is the object of your faith your shield isn't your faith it's your faith in christ christ is your shield christ is your savior savior it's faith in christ Please get this right. So many people get frustrated and they begin to doubt their salvation because their focus is on their faith. Jesus said faith can be this little. Faith of a mustard seed. It's not the amount of your faith. It's the object of your faith. It's very important. Very important. It's faith in a mighty Christ. It's not a mighty faith in Christ. It's faith in a mighty Christ. You get it? You understanding? You see this? you know how long people get this wrong? Because they are told to look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at your faith. And they just spend all their time navel-gazing. And they're just looking. Oh, my faith. My faith's not enough. My faith is strong today. I read my Bible. I have strong faith today. It's faith in a strong Savior. It's faith in the mighty, accomplished work of Jesus Christ. That is where your faith is. It's faith in Christ. That is your shield. Because the devil can come to you and go, look at your weak little faith. And you're going, you are so right. But it's not faith in my faith. It's faith in my Lord. It's faith in my King who whipped you, who beat you, who rose from the dead. You threw every shot. You had 33 years to throw every shot possible and He, he, uh, he beat you time. And every arrow you threw at Him, every accusation, He took on the world and defeated you. Christ is my shield. I attach myself to Christ. He is my shield. I am just a weak warrior. But I serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And so, as you go out, please do not confuse what faith saving faith is it's faith in Christ and his complete completed work and the resurrection is the amen of God the resurrection is proof that Christ is sufficient and he is your shield he is your sufficiency it's so important John three sixteen. whoever believes in Christ shall not perish but have everlasting life." Belief is what puts you in position. Belief puts your arm in the shield. Belief is like, this is my shield. This is my hope against Satan's accusations and arrows. And you put your arm in the shield and it's your shield of faith that you go out with. It's Christ but goes before me. I stand behind Christ. Christ is my protection. Christ is my Savior. Christ is my sufficiency, only in Him. There's no me on this shield. It's me holding on to, standing behind the righteousness of Jesus. That's saving faith. Ephesians 2, 8-9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, by attaching yourself to Jesus. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. No one brags about the shield. They're, no, like, Look at my shield I made. You don't make the shield. You tell, to grab hold of the shield. You stand behind the shield. Christ and His righteousness. John 1, 12, But to all who did receive Him. It's Him. Who believed in His name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, not of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Born again, born into the spiritual realm. Hebrews 11:1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. A confident expectation. That's what biblical hope is. A confident, I am confident in Christ. My shield. I am confident in Christ. I have a hope. My hope is in Christ. It's not like I hope it doesn't rain today, because that's wishy-washy. That's not biblical hope. Com- biblical hope is confident expectation. I place my confidence in Christ. It's like now I hope He withstands the attack. No, that's cardboard. That's a cardboard shield. I hope it works. Israel has this thing called the Iron Dome. And I think in 2011, they created this thing and have this Iron Dome. And it will block many, many missiles. But it won't block them all, and it has the capacity to be overwhelmed. And that's what's happening right now. That's what the fear of Israel was, is the enemies were going to have so many missiles that the Iron Dome wouldn't hold it, couldn't respond to that many attacks. May I promise you, Jesus is better than the Iron Dome. He can withhold all attacks. His righteousness and His accomplished work. If you stand behind Christ, you have all that you need to stand against the missiles that Satan will aim. He cannot overwhelm the shield of Jesus Christ. Even though it feels like it, he can't. He's not good enough, smart enough. There's not enough arrows in his quiver. The righteousness of Christ is better than an iron dome. Without faith... It is impossible. Hebrews 11.6 Without faith that it's impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. It's faith in God. Faith in Christ. Romans 4, Romans 3, 21 to 21 The righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. It's not law keeping. It's not doing good. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. The righteousness of Christ Protects my heart. How do I get it? By faith. The shield of faith tells how. How. The righteousness of Christ describes who. Who? Christ. How? By faith. It's by attaching myself to Christ. Romans 5, 1-2. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith... We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Hebrews 11 is an entire chapter that describes no matter which side of the cross you're on. It's your faith in God and His provision. It's faith for those who lived before Jesus came. It was faith in the Christ to come or the promise of God. Those who live after the cross like us is faith in the Christ who came. It was always faith in Christ, always faith in the provision of God. A whole chapter in Hebrews 11 describing and explaining how Old Testament saints had faith in God, in the Christ to come. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in earth. That's a display of faith. Psalm 124, 8. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help is not in you or me. It's in the Lord. Daniel 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. He said, bow down and worship me. And they said, we will not. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from this burning fiery pit and He will deliver us out of your hand, O King. But if not, be it known to you, O King, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. In other words, they're saying God can deliver us, but if He doesn't, we're not going to serve you because He will deliver us. He will deliver us in the long run. In the short game, it may cost us our life, but we stand with Him because He will deliver us. Even if you take our lives, He is our shield and we have faith in God. We're not afraid to die. That's what they were saying. Because they trusted in God. Romans 1.17 The righteous shall live by faith, by faith in God. Isaiah 26.2-4 You keep Him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Not stayed on self because He trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an everlasting rock. John 14, 1. Believe in God, believe also in me. Okay? So I want you to think now. I want you to think about um, what this means. How do we. Uh, how. How do we go forward? Are you understanding faith? You understand faith? Now, I've tried to make it as simple as I know how. Faith is resting and trusting and standing behind what Christ did for you. That's my hope. That's my shield. I trust in what Christ did. And, and you're okay to go out. Nothing else will, Nothing else will sustain the hammer of Satan's assault. But Christ can take the battering ram. He can stand against the siege. He's he's sufficient. Are you glad? Do you feel confident in what Christ has done? Do you see you have no basis to be confident in yourself? But yourself can be very confident in Christ. You get it? You understand the Gospel? okay? And you know how that happens? By believing in the Lord Jesus. By taking... It's like you can visualize your your heart reaching for Christ. It's like you're taking your arm and sticking it in there and you're going to stand behind that shield. Are are you here today? you want to stand behind the shield of Christ? Is there some that need to come and stand behind the shield of Christ? Have you been standing on your own? You've been running out into battles without Christ. Do you want to come and stand behind Christ and His righteousness and believe in Him? Then... As we sing, I want you to do that. I want you to stand behind the righteousness of Christ. And if you're there and you're here and you're standing behind the righteousness of Christ, will you just not turn your praise to Him and say, Oh God, thank you. Thank you that there is a shield that protects me from all attacks. Thank you, oh God, that you're that strong, you're that mighty, you're that sufficient. Thank you, oh God, for what you do for me. So it should be, you should be finding your place behind Christ right now or you should be praising God for being your shield okay if you're doing anything else you've missed the whole point of this and so it should be a time of prayer and praise and respond in your hearts to God in Jesus name father thank you for this glorious day thank you for the perfect righteousness of Christ and thank you that by faith we may Attach ourselves to Christ. And I pray right now, God, if there's anyone that's not sure if they're attached, that you would just make that clear right here, right now. Grab hold of Christ. May, the, may your heart just reach for Him and say, Lord, I want to stand behind you I see what you've done for me. And I want you in my heart as my righteousness. And I want to stand upon your righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Just for a moment, will you stay seated? Just close your eyes. We're going to reflect for just a moment before we sing. feel led, will you stand with us?